my life. Sacrifice, hustle pay the price. Wanna slice, got to roll the dice. That's why all my life I've been grinding all my life. Look, all my life been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle pay the price. Wanna slice, got to roll the dice. That's why all my life I've been grinding all my life. Look. What up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome back to the Ball Don't Lie podcast. This is your boy Dexter, your host, the one and only. Welcome back to another show. I'm glad to have you guys back. It's been a minute, right? We have the whole entire playoff going crazy. Obviously, some people might argue and dispute that, but whatever it is. But I enjoyed a good time. Obviously, it's been a minute. I know, you know, with the playoffs, it's hard to kind of record every single game. But, hey, we're back now because the NBA Finals, is this the last run? First team to four. Boston Warriors, Boston Warriors, so we'll see what it is. Obviously, there's people that are going to argue the fact that the Boston might win because they won game one, yada, yada, yada. We'll go ahead and break it down to it. Obviously, it's the first team to four, not the first team to one, but it's glad to have you guys back. If you're new to the channel, I keep harping this all the time. If you're new to this channel, for all the new ones out there, go ahead and subscribe, hit that like button, smash that thumbs up as you can. Every time you do that, Literally, it takes about two seconds to do it. Every time you do that, it pushes our video to the top of the you know uh, the algorithm on YouTube and IGTV. So that helps my channel out, and it brings more basketball content for the basketball lovers out there, right? If you're enthusiastic about hoops, this is the channel you want to be watching. And all that media stuff, I saw on social media, I'm on there as well. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all that good stuff. You want to highlight me, debate, whatever you might to say, hit me on my way, ball don't lie. Ball, don't lie. And obviously, all the links will be in the bottom. And on top of that, if you guys can't watch the video, I'm on every streaming platform out there as far as podcasts, as far as the audio route. You can catch me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, whatever you think you can think of. I am there. Ball, don't lie. Links in the bottom. Thumbs up if you can on the videos. Appreciate the love. But let's go ahead and dive into it. So as far as the playoffs, it's been crazy. Every game's been every series have blowouts, right? But this game's been pretty much the best game that we had seen so far in the postseason, right? The two best teams going head to head, right? Head bumps and all that good stuff, right? Obviously, the Celtics played against the the Brooklyn Nets, right? And and obviously that wasn't fair. We knew that from the rip. Anyone who's out there really thinking that the Boston Celtics would have lost to the Nets, you had to be a Nets fan or you had to be a KD or a Kyrie lover, because there's no way you're gonna beat that defense. With those two guys, and they can't play defense on that side as well. Then they go against the Milwaukee Bucks. One-man team. We all see with Giannis how great he was. He carried that team with Grayson Allen, Pat McConaughey, George Hill. Like, who's supposed, to be your, who's supposed to be your second guy? Drew Holiday? He didn't show up. But, hey, I'm not about to dig into that because it's been done for, right? They move on to the Eastern Conference Finals. They play against Miami. Miami's banged up as well. Uh, P.J. Tucker has some, you know, knee issues. He has some calf issues. Jimmy Butler has some knee inflations. That don't matter because he dropped game in game six in Boston. He went bonkers, right? He dropped 40-something points. That reminded me of who? Oh, that dude, LeBron James, when he played in Miami as well. He went in game six against uh, the old folks in Boston, the KGs of the world and Paul Pierce's of the world, and he dropped like 46 points, whoever it was. Dude, they missed a damn shot. It must be heat culture. I don't know. It must be the water. I have no idea. But going back, right, Tyler Hero missed games. Bam didn't show up as well. Bam got exposed. But, hey, I give more credit to Boston because their defense suffocated the Miami Heat offense. You have Lowry, obviously, was injured. We don't give a damn about that. Injuries happen. It happens. It's part of the game. Cannot use that on somebody's resume. Put an asterisk on, on Taysom, uh, I mean, sorry, Jason Tatum's uh, 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 
path to the NBA Finals? Oh, because they were injured. No, I'm stating the facts, letting you know how they got here, but I'm not giving no one excuses. They said the same thing about the Golden State Warriors. Oh, yeah, John Moran got hurt. Oh, Jokic playing the first round against the Warriors. He had no Jamal Murray. Like, Jamal Murray played it sometime this year. Let me know when that happened. Oh, like, Michael Porter Jr. wasn't playing either. He played. Yeah, until he had back problems. Right? So, then obviously, you can't use that. They got to the playoffs majority of the year with Jokic as the best player. He won the MVP. Don't matter. Warriors beat them. Warriors beat the Grizzlies. Warriors beat the Luka Doncic and the Mavericks. You know, big up to Luka for taking his team to the Western Conference Final. It don't matter. That's just part of the game. And if you don't like that, don't watch it. Players get hurt. It always happens. Can't use it as an excuse going forward, right? So before we kind of dig into game one of the NBA Finals, just just happened. It just happened a couple of hours ago. So obviously I have a lot in my mind, and I want to sit here and digest about what I'm about to say to you guys. So hopefully you can kick with me for the next 20, 30 minutes. But I'll go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and break down my notes. Celtics start off 18-21 in the beginning of the year. 18-21 into the new calendar hit. 2022, Jay first, January 1st, these guys went on a run, like a crazy one. Probably one of the best, you know, endings or runs for a franchise ever, ever, especially in the modern damn time, right? 1821 on January 1st, and then you end up being a top seed in the East, going to the NBA Finals. That's crazy. Let that sink in, right? So they're the best NBA team in 2022 as far as January to current, right, for, the, for, the, for their record. Celtics are number one in defense all year long. Right, I think the number two in the postseason, Milwaukee Bucks had the best defensive rating um, up to second round. But I think they still have the best defensive rating up to this point. But that, that, that doesn't matter. Celtics are number one in defense. Warriors are number three in defense. Now you meet the two top defenses in the NBA Finals, right? It took Al Horford 150 games or so, 148 games to kind of get to the NBA Finals. I think it was like the longest streak ever for a player that played in those many games to play without even seeing the NBA Finals. So big ups to big Al for that. Um... If you look at, there's Celtics won today. So when I heard excuses about like, oh, the Warriors got 123 uh, NBA Final game experience combined compared to the Celtics zero. That doesn't matter. These guys went to the Eastern Conference Finals as far as the quarter Celtics. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, Al Horford. These guys went to at least three or four Eastern Conference Finals. So they went deep in the playoffs since they came in the league. So... All that nonsense, but you need to have finest experience. That doesn't matter. The experience of the playoff trumps anything else. Anything else. There's no difference between the final games and then the playoff games. The only difference is that you're flying coast to coast if you're the Warriors and you're Boston. But other than that, you're playing against a team that you don't play twice in a year. Celtics and Warriors split 1-1. We know what happened in game two in March. Marcus, Marcus Smart hurt Steph Curry, so we didn't really see the full coming of that game. That game was a blowout. Warriors went to Boston sometime early last year in 2021, sometime in November, December. Beat them in Boston with a completely different team. Like, Grant Williams wasn't a factor. Al Horford wasn't even a factor. Derek White wasn't even there. They had Josh Richardson, who they traded to, to, uh, to the Spurs for Derek White. Pritchard didn't come into his shell. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, the talk back then was, oh, should they trade him? They can't play together. All that nonsense. That was was the game that the Warriors beat, that team. The team they they played in March, who they were the best team in the the whole entire NBA as far as from January 1st up to the point in March, 
Clay Thompson just came back from a from an injury. Draymond Green just J- sorry, Draymond Green just came back from I think missing like two or three weeks. Steph Curry gets hurt in the second quarter because Marcus Smart dies for him. He misses twelve games, but in that game they got blown out. So like those two games don't matter. But playoff experience it does matter. So to, for this for them to be in you know in, in game one, I'm about to break down. I'll explain to you. Well, how the playoffs matter more than the NBA final games, but going forward, right? So the Celtics, for some reason, are addicted to going to your house, to your house, and smack you at your own house, and then actually playing in their house and winning games there. The Celtics on the road so far in the playoffs is eight and two. Just let that sink in. They're eight and two in the playoffs, and at home they're five and four. Five and four. So that's why I'm afraid. I'm a Warriors fan. Don't get me wrong. I'm not here. I'm not biased on the podcast. I support the Dub Nation. But I speak facts when it comes to basketball. Game seven, if it does go game seven, it don't matter. By experience, whatever it is. They have the gut. They have the will. They have some young dogs. They're hungry. And they're not to be messed around with. So they can come into your house at the Chase Arena and beat Steph Curry and the gang. So if it goes seven games, I'll be worried. But yeah, going forward. So Celtics are the fourth best team. I mean, the fourth team, I think NBA history ever come back from a 500, right? Uh, uh, less than a 500 record in December. Um, after 41 games since like, I think, I think it only happened one time in 1964. But it doesn't matter. Last time Boston Celtics were in the finals was 2010. We all know what happened. Uh, uh, Kobe and the gang went seven games with them. In L.A., Kobe won a trip. He had a bad fourth quarter. Artest saved him. Yeah, we heard that before, right? So, yeah, last time they actually won a championship was 2008 when KG first arrived in Boston, teaming up with uh, Paul Pierce. They also got Ray Allen as, as well. You know, Leon Powell. Who else? I can, man, there's so many players, so many good players back then. Obviously, Rajon Rondo. Uh, they had, wow, Eddie House. Yeah, I can go on, but that was a, that was a great team. Obviously being coached by you know Doc Rivers, they won a championship. So it has been 2008. That was their 17th banner. And they're trying to hang up their 18th banner this year. And they're good enough to do so. And I'll break that stuff down to you. So going to, let's talk about what happened game one, right? Warriors up to today had the best home court advantage in all of the land. All of the playoffs. These guys won nine games at home. Yeah, they had... You have to respect them. You have to fear them. That's how good they was. They were 9-0 until Boston came into town after a brutal dogfight with the Miami Heat and come across the United States from Boston to Frisco, 3,700 miles, 2,000 plus miles, whatever it may be, and won a game. So I tip my hat off to that. Nine, so the Warriors, had, they had a great home record until they lost today. All right, so let's talk about what happened in game one. Steph Curry, Steph Curry, Steph Curry, Steph Curry. The Warriors, the only player that showed out for the Warriors was Stephen Wardell Curry. And for all the namesay, name hitters out there that talk about Curry all the time, this guy played against the best defense. Best defense, right? No, Everybody's talking about, oh, yeah, KD won't do nothing. KD couldn't do nothing. Kyrie couldn't do nothing. There's times where Giannis couldn't do nothing. I like Jimmy Butler gave you gave you some problems. I'll give you that. But Steph Curry drops 21 points in the first quarter. 
Last time that has ever happened in the NBA Finals, in any games, one through seven in the Finals, was 1993 with the great, great GOAT, Michael Jordan. So for that to happen, and I'm going to go ahead and break down what frustrated me about the most about the 21 points because this is what kinda, where I kind of was like yelling at Steve Kerr. Like, what the F are you doing? But go, let's go on. Let's go, just, just go for it, okay? So, and I'm going to come back to that 21-point quarter. I'm going to explain to you what I'm talking about. So, F, so, 21 points they had, right? So, then Celtics played good in the second quarter. They they take the lead at halftime, 56-54. They're feeling good about themselves, right? They're like, yeah, man. Yeah, we're in the Bay. Yeah, yeah. We're going to go hyphy because we see E-40 in the stands. Oh, yeah. We see a hove in the stands, Jay-Z. Oh, man, they got a big slug hitter out there, Barry Bonds out there too. Oh, man, star-studded crowd out here. Oh, yeah, we feeling good about ourselves because we over here turned up. That's how they felt. That's how they felt. Third quarter come around. I mean, it's it's not like it's something that's new. The Golden State Warriors, they come in spurts. One thing I've been harping about for the longest time, for the, the last eight years, Steph Curry and the crew, it don't matter if it's Kevin Durant. It don't matter if it's Harrison Barnes. It don't matter if it's Andrew Wiggins. It don't matter if it's Clay Thompson. It don't matter if it's if it don't matter if it's Eagle Dollar. It don't matter if it's Draymond Green. It doesn't matter. As long as Steph Curry's leading the helm, these guys come in barrages of points in the third quarter. It's like, it's not even fair. It's like I've been saying it before the game started today against the Boston Celtics. Watch the third quarter if you're a Celtic coach. And obviously they know. The game, they're out there scouting. They know what, bro. This is not talk. This is not like it's 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 a secret, like it's a hidden agenda. The Warriors blitz third quarter all the time, and the teams that stop the bleeding in the third quarter, they game plan. Do not let them go crazy in the third quarter. I don't give a f about the first quarter. Third quarter, they, this is where they separate you at. I'll tell you why. First quarter, the Warriors blow you out. Second quarter, you play good. Third quarter, you play good. Fourth quarter, you pretty much you're neck to neck, or you're close enough to compete to win the game. But when the third quarter they blow you off the gates, I'm talking about a 20 point lead. 99% of the time, teams do not recover from that in the fourth quarter. It's like, damn, we're down by 20 going into the fourth or 15, whatever it may be. We have no chance because every time we trade twos, they trade threes. Every time we go on a run, they go on a run times two. So the Boston Celtics going to the halftime was like, yeah, we up too, but hey, we feel good. We got the best defense. Oh yeah, we we can definitely uh, we can definitely stop this. But guess what happened? The Warriors went on a crazy run. Steph Curry played most of the damn third quarter, like routinely. They dropped thirty eight points in, in third quarter alone, as far as the Golden State Warriors. But guess what happened? Something's only dropped, what, 24? Right, going into entering. So let me tell you, it was 56-54 Boston at halftime. 12 minutes later in the game, going to the fourth quarter, when the third quarter ended, 92-80. So you tell me that. That's like a 12-point swing, right? Because they're down by two, but now they're up by 12. 92-80. And it, it should have been it should have been bigger than that because the score was 92-87 like 87 or was it, you know, sorry, 85, they hit a three, they hit it through, they, they hit a three, they hit it, sorry, yeah, they hit a three, they hit a two, 
ties up the game. I mean, I mean not ties up the game. They hit a three, puts him at 88, or sorry, 78. Then they hit a two or something like that, and it gets to 80. So they would have been down lo- larger than that. But the Warriors let them do their thing, and they caught up a little bit. But at that point, when the quarter ended, third quarter, Steph Curry was what? Sitting the bench, routinely taking his traditional energy break, right? His, his substitution break, where he can get a breather. He, the, Steve Kerr always does this in the end of the first quarter, brings him back at the end of the second quarter. Does the same thing, lets him play all damn near third quarter, takes him out the end of the third quarter, then he brings him back to eight-minute mark in the fourth quarter. And what was I saying? What was I saying? Abdizi, you, you know what I was saying, Abdizi. Shout out to Abdizi, he's a Celtic fan. I got to face this guy every single time we watch a game together. Abdizi. I've been telling whoever was around me, Steph Curry will not come back into the eight-minute mark. And if that happens, the Boston Celtics smile blood in the water because Steph Curry, who dropped 21 points in the first quarter, when he sat out damn near all the second quarter, that's when Boston caught up. That's when Boston went up by two. Steph Curry tried to bring everything back together. Couldn't do it in the end of second quarter. Comes in third quarter, blitz him, sits out. Boston comes back. You understand, going into the fourth quarter, they're up by 12 points. Up by 12 points. And it was tough, too. What's tough about it is that Jason Taylor had a bad game. Jason Taylor had a bad game. Like, dude couldn't buy a basket. A lot had to do with Wiggins' defense. Don't disrespect Andrew Wiggins. Jason Taylor had a bad game. I know he missed a couple open shots, but most of his damn thing was contested. Him going to the basket, trying to go for layups, got stripped here, got blocked there. You know, why do you think he had, like, double-digit assist? He couldn't get it going, so he passed out to other dudes who actually hit. Al Horford, J- Jalen Brown, Derek White, you know, stuff like that. So, going into the fourth quarter, Jane, Jane, Jay, uh, Jason Tatum had 12 points. He was 3 for 14 from the field. 1 for 5 from from the uh, from the deep end as for the three-pointer. 1 for 5. He ended the game with 0 points in the fourth quarter, stuck on 12 points. You telling me right now, the guy did not continue to shoot? I don't care what you say. A mixture of him taking bad shots, maybe the, the jitters and the butterflies being the NBA Finals, I'll give you some of that, but majority of it had to do with Andrew Wiggins' defense. So he finished with 12 points, 13 assists, and he shot 17% from the field goal. Like I said, he did not score in the fourth quarter, right? So Celtics are down 12 entering the fourth quarter, okay? Al Horford was bonkers. They allowed Al Horford to hit crucial three-pointers. Dude had 26 points in the game. He shot 6 from 8 from the three-point lane. Dude had 12 points. Like, easy 12 points in the fourth quarter. I don't get what you're trying to do. You bring in Draymond Green. You bring in Looney. You bring in Steph from the early of the quarter. I guarantee you game two, Steph Curry ain't going to be sitting out to the 8-minute mark in the fourth quarter. I promise you that. It's a must-win for them for game two. On top of that, you do not sit Steph Curry and Andrew Wiggins to start off the fourth quarter with who? Jordan Poole, he didn't do a damn thing. I mean, Otto Porter played okay. He gave you three three pointers. But still, I really have Steph Curry Wiggins in the game and let them play. It's it's the first team to four. It's the first team to four. Okay? We're not playing another round, another series. Whoever loses is going to Cancun, and whoever wins is going to Disneyland. First team to four. You play your minutes. You don't restrict them. Steve Kerr will be blamed for this. After, trust me, in the next 24 hours or so, 48 hours, all you're going to hear about is, why did you bench Steph? Why did you bench Steph? 
Why'd you bench Steph? Why'd you bench Steph? That's what's going to happen. We're going for The Warriors didn't score for five minutes. Steph Curry came in the game, five-minute drought, okay? Celtics, like I said, these guys, they smelled blood in the water, so they went at it. They didn't give you a breathing room. They didn't give you a chance to even sniff, sniff oxygen. They didn't allow you to do that. And that's the one thing about the Celtics. These guys are good at what they do. They expose you. They call you out. And they talk their trash. Jalen Brown ain't no punk. He went off. He gave you 26 points. Marcus Smart ain't a friend of the limelight. Dude gave you 18 points. And he was killing from the three-point. And he had, he had a couple good steals here and there. But you can't back down from the moment. The most experienced team who had 123 NBA Finals games experience amongst the whole entire team versus the Boston Celtics team who had zero, zero outshined you in the most pivotal part of the game. In the fourth quarter, who's what they talk about? If you're the GOAT, if you're the best player, you show up in the fourth, not the first three quarters. So Draymond, who sat there in the press conference, said, well, we dominated for 41 minutes, 42 minutes. The first three quarters, we dominated. We ain't worried. Yeah, you should be worried. You shouldn't be losing games like that. You shouldn't be losing games like that. I don't care who you are. Your job is to protect the lead, stay in front. You have home court advantage. You protect home court. That's what you're supposed to do, Draymond. So, yeah, you know, am I a little worried? I ain't a little worried. I'm worried about those guys who said they're not worried. That's what I'm worried about. Boston, they already took one game. And imagine if they took two. How are you going to fill them in? That's why I'm kind of worried about what they worried about. <laughs> what they're not worried about, should I say. Anyways, going back, Celtics, I tip my hat off to you guys. You guys deserve every bit of this game. For three quarters, you fought and you fought and never gave up. You had a 17-0 run in the fourth quarter that brought you back into the game, that gave you the lead. You got shot nine for 12 from the three-point line. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? They shot they shot nine for 12 in the fourth quarter. Just in the fourth quarter alone, they had 28 points from the deep side, from the deep end, from no man's land, the three-point line. That's what they did. They killed the Warriors from that. I don't know what else to say. But going Boston Celtics, like I said, I tip my hat off to you guys. Hey, this is going to be a long series. No jitters over here on my side. But like I said, Al Holford, big ups to him. Man, his first debut in the NBA Finals, he drops 20, 20, 26 points. You know, Jalen Brown thought he had 26, but he has 24 points. So Jalen Brown had 24 points, pretty good. What killed us the most for the Warriors was the Derek White of the Worlds. He had 21 points, crucial couple threes in the fourth quarter. One was in Steph Curry's mug, right in his grill, and hit it with the shot clock going down. Marcus Smart, like I said, gives you 18. That's solid. And uh, Pritchard, who comes in and fulfills what Smart does in a sense as far as scoring. But Pritchard, here, he had eight points. But three of those, one, one of those three-pointers came in the fourth quarter, which was a dagger in the corner next to their bench. Water. The bench goes crazy. You guys are up by 12, 15 points at that point. It's crazy. So, yeah, Celtics, Celtics outscored the Golden State Warriors by 24 points in the fourth quarter. <laughs> They're down by 12. The Celtics into the fourth quarter down by 12 points, and, they, and then they outscore the Warriors by 24. So you tell me 
You tell me how that happened. That doesn't happen to the Golden State Warriors. On top of that, like if you had told me yesterday, yeah, Golden State Warriors were going to the fourth quarter by 12 points. Yeah, they just hit him with a slug, a slug, a slug fest in the third quarter. Yeah, they dropped 38 points in the third quarter. Yeah, they went on fire in the third quarter and they entered the fourth quarter with 12 points, up 12 points. But you know what? Boston's going to outscore them somehow 24 points, and Tatum's not going to take no no buckets, or he has, has no points in the fourth quarter. If you told me that, I'd be like, you'd be smoking some crack. Yeah, like no one, like to to lose this way, and and, and you kept Jason, Chayden, uh, Jason Tatum in check, yeah, I'd be like, damn, that's, a, that's, that's tough. That's tough. And the one thing that bothered me the most, right, the one thing that kind of like, like, ticked me off, pissed me off, and it doesn't matter about who it is. It don't matter if you, if if, if I'm the team, if I'm if I'm rooting for your team, if I'm rooting for the Golden State Warriors, or or if I'm just watching competitive basketball, you do not shake the hands of the the opposite, the ops, the the, the challenger, your opponent. You don't do that, and I'm gonna call you out. One Anderson, you played what thirty seconds in the damn game. Who are you to be dapping up the Celtics? Like, really, who are you? Like, that's what I was really ticked off that we lost. The way we lost, that has nothing to do with the Boston Celtics. They did their job. Praise to them. They did a wonderful job closing the game out. I was pissed off about the Warriors, how they ended the game in the fourth quarter. I was ticked off about how they benched Steph in minute restrictions as far as, like, uh, we're, you know, it's minute rotations. I was thinking about that. On top of that, you have Juan Anderson going to go shake the hands of the Celtics in game number one in the NBA Finals. Who does that? Who does that? It don't make sense to me. I don't see Steph Curry dabbing over Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown. I don't see Jermon Green talking to the Celtics players. Or, or vice versa. Boston is going to them and saying, hey, good game number one. Yeah, we, yeah, we came back and whooped y'all. We don't see that. So for you to do that one, hell no. If I was Draymond, you ain't coming back in the game, bro. Sit your ass down in the bench. You came in for junk minutes, and you over here dapping up players like it's a regular damn season. You're going to see them on Saturday? Anyways, man, I'm done talking about Juan Anderson. But big ups to uh, the Celtics. They deserve it. And now let me speak about what I had told you in the beginning of this podcast, the beginning of this show, about Steph Curry and what Steve Kerr did. Didn't make any didn't make no sense to me. Make no sense to me. And I'm gonna read, I'm gonna look at the I'm gonna tell you the box score, and I'm gonna put it up here for you guys to see it. Steph Curry scores 21 points out of the 32 points in the first quarter. Celtics scored 28 points total. Right? So out of the 32 points, Steph Curry got 21. Going into the second quarter, Steph Curry sat down majority of the second quarter. Celtics won that quarter, 28 to 22. They take the lead by two points, 54, sorry, 56-54 going to the, into the third quarter, into halftime. Third quarter starts, guess what happened? The barrage happened. The blitz happened. The unstoppable, the unthinkable, the Golden State Warriors where they hit you and they kill you in the, in the third quarter, happened. They dropped 38 points and the Celtics dropped 24 points. 38 to 30, 38 points to 34, I'm sorry, 38 points to 24 points in the third quarter. By far the biggest quarter up to that point. They benched Steph Curry. Warriors are up by 12. Going to the fourth quarter, the Celtics, who had a 17, were down by 12. They outscored you by 24 points. 
They had a, seven, they had a 17 0 run, drops 40 to the Golden State 16. And Steph Curry missed like 60 minutes in that quarter. That doesn't make any sense. What you see in this box score, like I said, these blitzes that happened by the Celtics happened when Steph Curry was out of the game. And this is so obvious that even a blind man can see this. So I hope game two, game two, everything changes. Warriors keep the same momentum into the fourth quarter. Steph Curry's minutes would have to change. You're going to have to play damn near all the damn minutes in the game like Jimmy Butler did in game seven. Play every single minute. That's what we need. Yeah, so we're going to catch the game on Saturday, game two. So I hope you all going to enjoy that game. I'll be back for the post-game information. You know, we're going to see what happens in game two. The Warriors cannot go back to Boston being down 2-0 because there's going to be a lot of panicking going on. But I promise you, if it's going 1-1, yeah, we got a series. If it goes 2-0, even though the Warriors are capable of winning two games in Boston because the Celtics are not good on the road, we'll see what happens, man. But y'all be safe out there, man. Enjoy yourself. You know, COVID's still around. Ain't no joke. It's still here for the ones that be thinking it's not. Like I said, be safe out there. Enjoy the game. Until then, peace. One love.